beautiful friends, and welcome to Faith Fueled Woman. This is your host, Kristen. I'm so glad you're here with me today. We are going to talk about our identities, how our identities in our lives often is what overtakes us instead of our identity in Christ. We're going to dive into that today, and we're going to give you a couple examples of how we can keep working to be children of God more so than our other identities and roles that often have defined us. And I don't know about you, but it's definitely an area that I have to keep working on. I keep finding that some of my past titles, my past skill set or experience is what I keep letting define me instead of the more important, a greater thing, which is being a child of God, being a daughter of the King and stepping fully into what he's calling me into instead of the other titles and identities and roles that I've held in the past. So that's what we're going to get into today in just a minute. Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith-Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God and what He has for us? Hi, I'm Kristen. I am an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God to design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God and your family. This is the podcasting community for you. Your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen. And let's be encouraged. All right, here we go. Here we go. The first thing that I wanted to share with you is from Kelly Schiffner. It was in the first five, I think it was, um, let's see, it was October 2020. I'm sorry, October 28, 2020. But she said this, and it really hit home for me, so I had put it in my journal. She said, we search for identity and define ourselves in various ways, education, church affiliation, job, family heritage, social clubs, etc. But what happens when these things aren't enough, or they take over, or they're misplaced? And I would add, or they change, or they're taken away, right? Seasons change, and often though we are still holding on to these roles and these identities, the way that we identify in the world and the war, the way the world identifies us. But so often they will provide us with confusion and insecurity and really getting unclear on who we really are and what we're meant to do in this life. And that is why I want to talk about it today. I think so many of us, especially as we hit, I would say, I mean, it could happen at any time. But in our mid 30s and then into our 40s and, you know, even beyond that, when I talk to women in their 50s and beyond, often when something changes in our life, right, a status that could be a job status, could be a marital status. It could be so many things. We have to pick up the pieces and move forward without that identity, you know, that we had in the past, right? Like wife or I had this certain position, you know, like doctor or you know, technician, whatever our role was. And it can be really hard. It can be really heartbreaking, actually. And and I wanted to share what Priscilla Shearer says in her book, Fervent. She says this about identity. The enemy wants you to suffer from a case of mistaken identity, makes his job a whole lot easier and makes you def- your defenses a lot weaker. He's working overtime to keep your identity masked, to keep your truth from coming out that you are indeed alive and free and empowered by God's own spirit to fight victoriously against him. He'd rather conspire to keep you in a constant state of mourning, grieving, 
over who you wish you were instead of relishing who you really are is exacerbated by insecurity and crippled by self-doubt. That's why he doesn't want you praying, not fervently, because fervent prayer keeps your identity in focus, reminds us of who we really are, and taps into the power we really have in Christ. And just as an example, in my own life, what I've had happen is I have worked off and on in the digital or the online marketing technology space for close to 20 years. So often when I start to do, you know, additional work, I am stepping into, you know, building this faith-based podcast, doing more speaking and writing, and hopefully we'll be releasing some faith-based Christian-based books soon and some devotionals. But I continue to be pulled back to the identity and the work I did in that online space to help people in that way, which is okay, but it's much like I can't seem to let go of that that experience, that knowledge in that place. And it's not that that's bad. It's that often it muddles the waters for me about this work I'm doing. So it makes me confused. It, it, the right, because instead of going back to God, always about my identity, instead of saying, this is who I am first and foremost, and then what is he calling me to do? How is he calling me to move, you know, in my life, in my business? If I start there instead of, well, but I know how to do this over here and someone seems interested, right? I start to get unclear. I start to lose my clarity and I start to lose the more important true identity, right? That each of us actually has in God. And I love what Bob Goff says in his book, Dream Big, uh, kind of about sometimes us kind of losing ourselves, I guess. He says, Did the person you used to adore get buried in the responsibilities of a growing career, folding laundry, or waiting in the school pickup line? Is your past shouting so loud you can't hear the future calling your name? Have you spent so much time and energy trying to meet others' expectations of you that you forget what you really want for yourself? Or maybe you've never taken the time and space you need to meet your real self for the first time. You know, I don't know about you, but that's almost heartbreaking to read that because he's calling us out. He's calling us out that we've allowed our busyness. We've allowed our past identities to bury our truest selves, right? Our God made selves, or we have for our whole lives, never actually discovered what God has made us for. You know, we have just become people pleasers And, you know, we're living for everyone else, if you will. And I don't mean living out of service, right? Because that's a beautiful and wonderful thing, right? To live um, from a place of service and love. But we do it grounded, right? We need to do it from a place that we're grounded, a place that we know who we are, how how we're called to serve, what brings us joy, and how we really should show up in the world as our most comfortable selves the way we were really made. And so I just want to share with you three ideas for how we can work on this struggle of identity and being so, or at least for some of us, being so caught up in some of our past identities or statuses or roles that we, or titles, I guess, that we have a hard time stepping into what's truly waiting for us on the other side of those 
roles and titles and identities when we partner with God. Okay, and before I share those three ideas with you, I just want to share 1 Corinthians 12, 27, which says, now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. And I think we just have to remember that, right? We are all a part of it. We all have a role to play. We are all part of the kingdom. And here are three ideas that we can do when we are struggling through an identity change or transition or loss. And these are three things that can help us try to reflect on being, you know, remembering that our identity comes from God. It comes from being a daughter of the king. And so here's the first thing. Write down or journal, who has God made you to be? What are those qualities? What are the gifts he's given you? And try to do it without using titles or roles or status. And if you have to, you can put those down initially. But what we're trying to get to is is the root, the core. You know, how did he make you? He, He made you love certain things. He made you drawn to certain things. Certain things bring you joy or make you sad deep inside of your soul. And then he, he's given you gifts. What are your abilities that come from him? Not necessarily just because you've worked in a profession for 20 years or because you were a mother. Those are all important things and you might be serving in that way. But I'm talking about to the root. Next, write down what is God calling you to do or to step into? So while maybe you've lost a job recently or a relationship status has changed, which is heartbreaking, what is it that he's moving you towards? And while it doesn't mean instantaneously, you might not, you might feel better and remember the identity in him, but it will help us to see that in the, on the horizon, there's something more for us because he's, he's bringing us towards something better, something bigger, something that he's partnering with with us on. Next, write down, what is he telling you to put down, if anything? Is there an identity or a role or a status or a title that he's saying, this part's done, right? That door is going to close because there is another door meant for you to walk through. And it can be really hard if we've continued to have a certain role or title or status for a long time, right? Our our value and our worth feels like it's coming from those things, from that profession or that relationship or whatever it was. But that is not the truth, right? The truth is that our identity comes from our our relationship with Christ, our, um, you know, that who we are in Christ. And so, you know, just reflect on that. And then the last thing is, Write down when you're praying, you know, maybe doing a journal, write down where are you struggling with an identity transition or loss or change, or you feel that something's coming, you're moving toward one, but it's hard, right? It's really hard. So pray about that. You know, where do you need God to help you in that identity transition where it's really hard to lose a job or to change professions or to go back to school, you know, when you're 40, you know, because you feel drawn and moved towards getting a different, you know, or a degree. So just pray about it. And, you know, I think the other thing is we can talk to our friends about this. 
I think so many of us go through a season or many seasons, you know, multiple ones in our lives where it's really hard to have something be removed, right? So, you know, let's say you were a school teacher for 25 years and you either left your job because of some major struggles in, in education right now, which there's a lot, so I wouldn't uh, blame you, or maybe you're caring for a sick parent or, you know, there could be many, many reasons, but that's still hard to go from doing that for your entire, you know, maybe adult life to not having that role, not identifying as a current school teacher, right? As the example, it doesn't mean that you weren't a school teacher, but you're no longer going to be stepping into the classroom in the same way. So that can be hard, right? To change transition into the next thing. It can feel kind of depressing sometimes. And so I just want to encourage you, talk to your friends, pray about it, you know, and keep remembering to the root of that identity, right? As a teacher, if you, if that's what you did, what's at the root of that? Your gifts and the qualities, how God made you, you know, to love on people. And maybe you were just super organized and, you know, you just encouraged people. And in, in this case, it was, you know, kids in the classroom, but get back to the roots, right? Get back to the truth of who you really are and how you are truly defined in the world, which is by your relationship with God. And I know I'm still working through some of those identity changes. You know, I'm, of course, I'm still doing some business stuff, business coaching and a business podcast, but I continue to weave in more and more of my faith into that, you know, my other um, podcast in my business. And, but that's been a process for me. It's taken me time to not have separate things like this is my faith over here and this is this business stuff I do over here. So it's taken me time to marry them together and to realize that I was I wasn't identifying first and foremost as a child of God when it came to my business. And I think it took me maybe a lot longer than it's taken some of you. And then some of you might say, "Oh, well, I'm in a profession where they're not tied together." And I completely get that, you know, especially when you work for someone else, but I'm working for myself. So it's a bit different in what content I can put out there. And so I just want to encourage you. And if anybody wants any additional ideas, I have a friend that has a podcast that's all about identity um, loss and crisis and coming uh, into or getting through an identity transition or change. So if you're interested in that, let me know. I can send that over to you. But as always, thank you for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day and I just hope that you can have a little time to reflect on, you know, how God's really made you and what he really is calling for you to do in this season or your next. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Healed Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.